Today, we're giving birth to a new human life form. This is the Dream Catcher Podcast. That's one small step for man. I don't believe in the no-win scenario. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Do or do not. There is no trap. Never give up. Never surrender. Welcome back. My name is Guy Hasson, and this is the Dreamcatcher Podcast. There's this thing in my family where we all kind of look like each other, at least as infants. My brother, who was born more than 14 years after I was, looked exactly like I did at the same age. Platinum blood, straight hair, and almost the same face. So my father, for a laugh, would show his parents pictures of me as a baby instead of my brother to see if they would notice they're not looking at the new grandchild. They didn't. Not for the first few minutes. Then my grandfather noticed the dogs in the background, dogs that have since died, and that's how he knew. Not because the kid in the picture looked any different from the kid playing in front of him. A year after my first daughter was born, my brother sent me a picture for the first few seconds. I couldn't figure out why he would send me a picture of my daughter, and also, how did he get that picture without me knowing? But of course he didn't. It was his baby picture, and he just found it. My first and second daughter are often being mistaken for twins, even though there's two years difference between them, and also, they don't look the same at all. A few years later, my third daughter was born. Guess who she looks like? Exactly like her eldest sister. She could be her twin. My family seems to be filled with clones. I've either chosen a wife with only recessive genes, or something else is going on. I'm kidding. That brings me to today's question. Can I give birth to myself? You already know the drill, right? Let's figure out not can I give birth to myself, but how I can give birth to myself. Let's do this. Here's rule number one for giving birth. The rule is you have to be a female. That's simply the way biologists have defined species. How do you decide which of the species is female and which is male? Whether you're talking about humans or lizards or peacocks or worms? Very simple. The one that can give birth, that's the female. The one that can't give birth but contributes DNA to the birth, that's the male. So, by definition, if I were to give birth to myself, I would have to be a female. I want to make this example about me, so let's assume I'm a female, for argument's sakes. So I'm a female with a womb. What next? So let's try one way on for size. What if I could somehow clone myself, but create a clone of the opposite sex? If I'm female, I'll create another male. If I'm male, I'll create another female that has exactly my DNA. So far, that's not possible to create a female self or a male self, but let's assume for a minute that it would be, and see how far that would take me. If I somehow clone myself, once as a man and once as a, as a woman, I would still not necessarily give birth to myself. The male only provides half of his DNA, chosen randomly, and so does the female. Suppose my clone and I both have black hair. It could be that I have recessive blonde genes, and therefore so would my clone. So my sperm could have the blonde gene, and not the black hair gene, and so would 
my clone, which would mean that our kid would have completely different hair than we do. And that goes for everything else. Color of our eyes, the shape of our faces, the shape of our bodies. Everything could be different. So in order to give birth to myself, I would have to do something even more extreme than have a child with my own clone. And that thing is called parthenogenesis. Parthenogenesis is a process that happens in nature where a female produces an egg that develops without fertilization. Basically, the female clones herself and doesn't need a male at all. This happens in nature all the time in many plants, but also a few choice animals. Sea sponges, tapeworms, jellyfish, and so on. Life forms that give birth to themselves are still being discovered. As recently as 1990, scientists discovered that the Marco crab is a crustacean that gives birth to itself. It uses parthenogenesis. So far, it's the only crustacean we've found that does so. It's actually becoming a dangerous animal because anywhere you put it, it just multiplies. Like tribbles on Star Trek, I guess. Then, nature sometimes just surprises us. In 2006, two female Komodo dragons, separated and in captivity, gave birth to young pups. Four pups altogether. They reproduced asexually. Until that time, we knew only that Komodo dragons reproduced sexually, needing both sexes. It turns out that evolution has somehow given them a second option. After three years without a male, the female's body is suddenly able to give birth asexually. Nature first offers you your first option. Create new individuals using different DNA from a different sex. And if you can't do it, if after three years you haven't found anyone, maybe because you're living in an archipelago and a strong wind or something carried you to an abandoned island, and then you can't find anyone there, then nature gives your species a second chance in order to survive. Then there are the hammerhead sharks. In 2001, for the first time that researchers have seen a female shovelhead living in Henry Dawley Zoo in Omaha gave birth to another female pup. And of course, if you have no male sperm, you give birth to yourself, another female. The pup had the same DNA that the mother had, a complete copy. That is the first ever shovelhead shark that we know of to have gone through this process. So if we were to try and get this to happen in humans, what would we do? We'd have scientists research parthenogenesis in animals that can change from reproducing sexually, involving both sexes, to reproducing asexually with the mother's DNA alone. We don't know how that's done yet, but it's clearly knowledge we can gain. And then we move on to the next stage. I propose gene therapy. You inject the woman, me in this case, with gene therapy that tweaks my genes to be able to give birth asexually. And then my body will change and I will be able to give birth to myself. And now we've come full circle. So let's recap. Today's question was, can I give birth to myself? And the answer is yes. In the future, with the right scientific knowledge, which we're clearly developing today, and with gene therapy, Women could give birth to babies with their exact DNA without fertilization from a man. And that is something to look forward to. 
Imagine the historical and hysterical apoplexy that would sweep the nations of the earth as the dominant males will discover that they are no longer necessary for the continuation of the human race. The dominance of the males will be over and the world will change. With a bang, with a flash, and not with a whimper, but it will change. And that will be a sight to see. I guess we'll all see it together very soon. I hope you liked this episode. Tune in next time as we tackle another great question. I'm Guy Hasson. The podcast is produced by Lana Budo, who could really use a few clones to keep up with her task list. The theme of the podcast was created by Noah Cohen Eliash. My question of the day is, if you had a chance, would you choose to live in a world where women don't need men to create babies? Let me know. On Twitter, I'm at DreamcatcherPod, or at Dreamcatcher.Vision, our website, or on our Facebook page, or even our subreddit, Dreamcatcher Podcast. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the Dreamcatcher Podcast to get daily answers to crazy questions. Be with us next time on the Dreamcatcher Podcast. That's one small step for man. I don't believe in the no-win scenario. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Do or do not. There is no try. Never give up. Never surrender.